From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Kim and Kat, Kat, stay stay alive, alive, maybe. maybe. We're a horror movie comedy podcast. We're going to tell you the entirety of the movie, spoilers and all. Today, I'm Katrin Porter. And today, I'm Kim Burns. How are you, Ms. Burns? I'm fucking great. I'm breezy. I'm breezy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've just, I've had a night and day. Yeah. She has. Everyone send some, send some vibes to the Burns, would you? Some career business things. Yeah. Get and they're, vibes. they're irritating. So if you have any vibes you can spare, governor, send them away. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> um, but now we're here and I'm going to cheer Kim up with this movie I picked. I'm sure it'll cheer her up. <laughs> This is very exciting because we're recording a little early because Katrin is going out of town. Mm-hmm. Um, so nothing has changed for us since the last time we recorded. Correct. But except for m- my 
stress levels. Right. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Those are in flux. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But moral of the story is I don't know what the movie is. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. And also what will have already happened. Not that you guys care, but basically we record one episode a week. But since I'm going out of town, we're recording two episodes this week. So last week we were like, oh, gosh, I wonder what movie we'll be watching for our uh, Patreon live movie watch on Saturday. And we still don't know, but it will have happened two weeks ago when you're listening to this. Time is wild. Wowie zowies. Though I do know it looks like there's one movie that's in the lead right now. Did you look? I did. Should we say or should we not say? I guess it doesn't matter because this is isn't in coming up in another two future. weeks. Uh, so it looks like everyone wants to watch the OG Scream with us, which I'll is very fun. Co- copy. Bam. Bitch goes down. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'm send you very... a copy. Bam. Sid. Super bitch. <laughs> that's Kim's fave wet line. Uh, <laughs> so I think that's what we're going to watch. So that'll be fun. Get some popcorn going and hang out with our Sammies to close out the new year. What a great fucking way to close out the new year. I know. It'll just be full of laughter and joy. Yeah. I can't wait. Um, um, so if you want to join our next watch party, join our Patreon. Yeah. And help us out. And help us quit our day jobs so we Please. can use podcasts full time. Please. Please. <laughs> Please, please, Sammy's, may we have some vibes <laughs> to not work 800 jobs? Uh, we just want to do this. Um, then also join our Facebook group. Group? Group? <laughs> join our Facebook group. <laughs> Sammy's Stay Alive, maybe. Yep. And follow us at KK Sam Podcast. I'm so glad that I'm not telling you a movie today because my brain is. More not working than usual. Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, that's just good. A, it's just a mush. It's mashed potatoes. Mashed potato, potato yeah. brain. Mm. Catherine got to watch in live action my voice, my verbal dyslexia happen when we were filming something together. Because oh. remember, we were like reading lines, basically. Yeah. And <laughs> I don't remember I don't what, what it, was. it was. But also, I'm like. But I just remember. I've been witnessing it for 23 years. What? How? I know, but you like watch it happen oh, with oh, words in yeah. front of us. Because you like said to like you and Eric both laughed, but then you were like, do you know why she said it that way? Like, do you yeah. know what she said? Oh, because and I he's like, no, it. why? And he's like, she was like, you could see like my brain is actually moving too fast, like faster yep. than my mouth. Yep. Actually, like I'm like reading the next word and then combining both words. It was pretty fascinating. Very weird. It was pretty fascinating to see. Um, and I think Eric was equally as fascinated that we, Kim and I, Kim and my brain are so intricately entwined. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that was fun. Yeah. I don't have any other business. I guess. Do you want to just dive in here? I do. I'm so excited because I don't know what it is at all. Okay, great. So because, uh, the time that we would normally be recording episode 282, is next week and I will be in Wales. I thought, why don't I bring everyone to Wales with me? Fun. Um, so I looked for Welsh horror movies or horror movies set in Wales. And 
a lot of them, like the very top picks, we've already done. <gasps> wow. We did a dark song. I uh, love the dark song. Yeah. We did um, Don't Knock Twice or something. That was in Wales. Uh, and then there was a third one where I was like, oh, shit. Like, so we've actually been over in Wales quite often. Oh, um, let's go. It's spooky over there. It's very spooky over there. Um, so I... I don't knock twice. Do it's because it wasn't very good. It was with Katie Sackoff. Did you I don't do even, it or did I do it? I did it. Okay. I told well, you. Well, that's why. Because yeah. I can't remember with my eyeballs. Right, right. Oh, yeah. It's... Um, so, this is a Shutter original that came out in 2018, and it is called Gwen. Um, Gwen. Writer director William McGregor. Um, and this is, I don't know what it is. I when I pick for ambiance or for like, like a, a you know a a criteria that's sort of specific and vague at the same time. It just doesn't always work out the way that I want it to work out. And this was, yeah, no, you don't have a great picker. I'm not going to lie. I don't. The amount of times you pick and then you're like, why did I pick that one? I'm yeah. like, I have literally no idea. There's so, yeah, so many, there's so many movies. Ones. So I picked this one because it specifically takes place in Wales and probably the other ones that I would have done were like a dark song or whatever, but we've done those. So, this one is just what I like to call, as I told Kim earlier today, a beautiful bummer <laughs> or a gorgeous gut punch, um, an exquisite exorcism of the soul. Uh, <laughs> oh, great. But it was, I mean, truly breathtaking to look at. And I did get some like well, design. Well, that's what you wanted, really. I mean, it is. Yeah. And the, and the accent and the style. You know, it was great. So oh, like all the stuff that like we can't see it over the podcast. Correct. Yeah. But I perfect for you. Yeah. But my eyeballs really cool. enjoyed it. Cool. cool yeah. Cool. Um, I do <laughs> want to look up one fact real quick, though. I just wanted to look up the time period uh, based on the costume um, because it takes place in the Welsh countryside. So like sometimes things look like they're 100 years older than they actually are because Mm. They're not in like a developed city. So here we go. Dead or alive. Uh, you have the opportunity to get 35 points. Um, mom. Dead. Dad. Dead. Gwen. Dead. Uh, Mari. Dead. Top hat. Dead. Cute boy. Alive. Lurky. Dead. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> that is so funny. All the things that I watch this movie for are things that you guys won't experience. <laughs> You'll <laughs> only experience the storyline, which... Here we go. Um, so we cut to a young girl, and she is sitting on a large rock looking out over the beautiful Welsh countryside. And it is breathtaking. It, it, it takes place in Snowdonia, Wales. Yeah, it's a place. Wow. Is um, it snow there? 
I don't think so. Well, no, I think it Weird. snows. No, I think it snows everywhere in the UK. So yeah, I, I don't think it snows any more in Snowdonia than it does anywhere else. Is what I'm okay. saying. I would love to know why it's called Snowdonia. Me too. I'll post more to it. I'd love to post more to it. Um, and she appears to be kind of like almost meditating. I would say, but or just enjoying the breeze. She's just kind of sitting there with her eyes closed. And then we cut to her playing with her little sister. They're like playing some like blindfold game, like kind of like Marco Polo on land kind of situation. And then we cut to them walking home. And it's so interesting because it like it. If if you removed the two people walking through the countryside, like you would assume that this is like an a completely uninhabited part of the world. But it's like. There just weren't like roads or paths everywhere. Like there were some, but mm-hmm. it's just like so. And like your neighbor is like across the mountain. Can I borrow some sugar? You know, like it's <laughs> it's not like next door. So the two sisters are walking and they end up walking by this other little cottage. And there are two dead bodies on <gasps> On like a oh, cart. Oh, no. Like a plague cart. Oh, expected dead bodies. Not by these girls. They <laughs> thought they were just walking home and they were just going to see the Roland's cabin, not the Roland's dead bodies. So. Sure. Um, so another body is being rolled out and there is an old man in a top hat who looks... Um, sinister in his wealthiness if you will Mm -hmm. Um, uh, he's not a a jolly old rich man Um, you can just tell by his vibe and the way he like uses his cane real what's his face and it's a wonderful life oh I was going to say Scrooge which is not a wonderful life Uh, but I do find it funny that like our Christmas metaphors (laughs) for misers are like from two black and white movies and she and I exclusively reference I reference Christmas Carol and she references It's a Wonderful Life. <laughs> I, like, I just watched it like five days ago. And I just watched mine five Four days, days ago. ago. What's yeah. his name? I can't remember. Potter. Potter. Mr. Potter. Mr. Potter. Mm-hmm. It was also very interesting, something that I appreciated. So the doctor is there as well. The town, the village doctor. Um, normally when you watch movies like this, especially with like the area of the world that they're set in and the time period they're set in. I'm, I'm not really expecting to see a lot of color. If you will, I'm going to see a lot of white people, translucent Mm. people. But what I was really interesting was, um, the guy who played the doctor was a black man. And it made me realize like, I would love to like postmortem sort of like, um, the black culture of, of Wales and like that representation, because I think it, it, it's something that like kind of gets for lack of a better term, whitewashed, you know, that we just kind of make assumptions about the population certainly today and obviously back then. So I kind of wanted to do a little research on that and, and uh, expand my understanding. What is the time period? Like, not, I, that's what, oh, that's what I just looked up. It's like 19th century yourself, but you didn't tell any of us. Just like I saw all this beautiful imagery. 
Just keeping it to myself, guys. Just keeping it all to so myself. It's, it's what? It's the 19th century. <laughs> okay. But it's the countryside. So again, I was like, this could be the fucking oh, 1500s okay. or the, like, I don't know. Um. So like she told me that's why she had to pause to look something up. But then, but then I never gave me the actual answer. Didn't tell you the of, answer of the information she found. Yep. Just kept it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so walking home, guy in the fancy top hat, the doctor comes out, like clearly knows the two girls. And he just kind of like is like, keep keep moving, like not rudely, mm-hmm. but very much just like, I don't want you, you to see you this. Be looking yeah. At this. Yeah. How um, old are the girls? So, uh, Gwen is older. Let's say she's maybe like 13, 14. And then Mari is maybe like seven, like pretty young. Also, I I have to try and find like a really good picture of you. The little sister looks identical to your niece, Elena. Oh, brunette. I always mix up yeah. their names. Brunette. Like yeah. mm-hmm. to the point where I was like watching the movie being like, I know that girl. I know that girl. Weird. And I was like I'll thinking that she, them. yeah, I was like thinking that she was like maybe one of my students or something. And I was like, no, this is in Wales. Like I was like, where to, and it wasn't until like the last frame of the movie that I was like, Kim's niece. <laughs> it was wild. Um, Probably not a movie I can show them. Absolutely not. Okay, great. <laughs> Please don't. I actually am imploring you not to. <laughs> okay. I'm imploring myself to not have watched it. <laughs> okay. Uh, gorgeous, beautifully acted. Please let me be clear. I know that we just did things like Thanks Killing. So when we talk about like bad movies, you guys maybe don't know what kind of bad we're talking about. The, the scale has expanded since yeah. watching Thanks Killing, where it's just like, oh, I mean, no, this is. Yeah. Way high. This is, uh, this is gorgeous. Level. Yeah. Gorgeous. The acting is really impeccable. It's a really well-made movie. I love it. It's truly depressing and dark right up my alley. Just not something that's, you know, super fun to tell your already stressed out best friend. Yeah. So. Or your seven-year-old. Niece. Or your seven-year-old niece. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the doctor does tell them. He says cholera. Um, cholera. That, they, that they died of cholera. Bummer. Yeah. So many people on the Oregon Trail. Yeah. Well, that was dysentery. That's what always got me. Mm. Usually what, my horse gets me stuck now. in the river. Oh. I wonder what the metaphor is that I always died of dysentery and your horse always got stuck in the river. I don't know. I was just making that up anyway. It was just the only other way of death I remember. I thought it was because you couldn't swim that well. Um. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch. (laughs) You're playing Oregon Trail and you're just like, oh, (laughs) I understand that my horse and my whatever the fuck the thing is. Cabbage. (laughs) Cabbage! (laughs) I really... I really can't do words. What did you? I just want to be clear. <laughs> I buddy? did say ox. I just want to make sure that you weren't confusing an ox with cabbage. No, horse and like the the wagon. The wagon. Carriage. <laughs> cabbage. It was like cabin <laughs> and wagon. Go on without me. My cabbage is a flat. <laughs> 
Catherine and her horse and cabbage getting stuck in the river. But she's like, it's fine. And they're like, you're dead. And she's like, I'm not, though. I could swim out of it. I could swim. I actually reject that scoring point to Urban Trails. (laughs) Sorry. I would just, I would like write what my actual score was on a post-it and stick it to the computer screen. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Oh, that, you'd be delightful how I always brag what? about being a mediocre swimmer. So I, <laughs> my friend Ian Gary sent me like a picture of a really cool baby hammerhead. And I was like, no big deal. But that was my <laughs> swim team mascot. And we were undefeated for several seasons. We were called the Hampton hammerheads. No big deal. And he was like, that was appro- like, it's like you were waiting for me to send you a hammerhead shark. So that you could <laughs> I was like, I was. He's like, wow, I didn't know that you peaked when you were... <laughs> when I was... Eight. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so they're walking home and everyone's dead of cholera. Uh, it also looks... So, Welsh countryside is very, like, rocky. But what I did notice um, is that there was a section of hill behind this cottage i noticed this on the second watch that was also rocky but if you picture like what a rock looks like when it's closed as opposed to a rock that's been chopped or uh, uh, like chiseled open or Mm -hmm. like whatever so i was like it appears that there's like they're mining something like directly next to this (gasps) house oh no yeah so but it wasn't total. It wasn't super clear, um, and I, as I said, I didn't notice it until the second watch. But then I was like, "That's definitely what's happening." Um, <laughs> I what? was going to make another joke, but couldn't think of the word. So oh, cool! <laughs> I'm sure it was hilarious. Well, because it's a funny, weird word anyway, and it has to do with mining, spelunking. No, no, no! It's like a f- people are very against it. I don't even know necessarily what it is, but they're very no one. No one likes it when you. When when you no one likes it. When I mean, you, we don't do it. But we can't do it. But oh it's God, like this, the government does it. This riddle is wild. It's a funny word. And the government does it. We don't like it. It's like and it has maybe to do with mining pipes across the country or something. Oh oh uh uh, pipeline drilling uh uh oh fuck fracking fracking got it. <laughs> It's a funny word. We don't like when they do it, but the government does it. That was a great <laughs> riddle. <laughs> You're like, wow, that could be so many things. <laughs> so many things. Uh, genocide. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no health care. Uh, uh, yeah. So we know. Uh, stealing co- from us. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rigging the system for white men. Uh. <laughs> uh, that's great. Great, so great, fun. Great, All great, right. It's great. Fracking. Fracking. So, Been killing people since 1902. Yep. Well, 19th century. So 1802 even. 1802. Yeah. Like a long time. A long time. Fracking's been getting them forever. Yeah. So now we cut to the girls at home praying. And uh, I wrote down the prayer. Why did I do that? Oh, because there's some information you should know. Okay. I was like, why did I just like write down the entirety of the Lord's Prayer? But there is 
pertinent information in there. Bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts which we're about to receive. May we pray that you welcome our neighbors who join you now. We pray, too, for our dad, keeping him from harm away from the fighting in Crimea. I want to postmortem the word Crimea something or other. We ask you for his safe return so he may join us and share in our bounty together. May the Lord make us truly thankful. Amen. So, we learn that the people that they walked past were, they considered them their neighbors. So it was people that they knew, people in their community. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that their dad is fighting war in Crimea. Uh, So, mom is at the table and she looks burnted out. The woman looks tarred. And I was like, wow, like she just looks like a skeleton. And then I was like, this bitch is probably like 26. Like based on the time period, she is probably <laughs> totally. a ripe old 26 years old. Just an old hag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and ha- just hard living. Um So it's very tense around the table and mom takes Gwen takes a bite and we see her kind of like, like clearly not like the food, but not want to show that she doesn't like the food. And then mom takes a bite and like drops her spoon and she's like, it's burnt. And she scolds Gwen for like not coming home in time. So basically like they kept the, stew on or the soup too long right and uh mom is like really pissed and is also like you know and I had to tend to the animals by myself while you're not here um so she tells Gwen to go to the pantry for some potatoes um and I was like who a potato pantry I'd love to go to a potato pantry (laughs) eat some potatoes um makes so much fun of me for that for Billy eating potatoes? Potato memes. Cheese and potato memes. <laughs> the, you mean the two most delicious foods combined together and to I make was like, one I can't food? help it. It's in my genes. Yeah. I'm Irish. I don't know what to tell you. So, <laughs> fu- and if, he, if you don't have this answer, if you haven't conducted an interview about this, I'm going to have you postmortem it and tell us. I need okay. to know what Dee thought about Gretchen's smashed potato things. At okay. Thanksgiving. Well, I don't really need to postmortem it. We can just have a private conversation about it. I, I think it's important I to mean, know. I mean, I'm happy to share it with I the patrons. It's just that, like, they know. didn't experience the food you guys. or the meal or they or this like, or the just... or this beautiful movie that I watched. Yeah. Uh, or the research that I did about the time period. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep telling them things they can't see or feel or I don't eat. know. I just want the I'm trying to exercise their imagination. I will I'll ask him. Did he did he eat them this time around? He must have. He, mu- he I, likes he's likes all food. Okay. All right. He, he's an equal opportunity. <laughs> so we cut to the potato pantry and Gwen is like scolding herself. Like she's mm-hmm. frustrated with herself too. And I say that from the perspective that we understand that her mom doesn't appear, Gwen doesn't appear to view her mom as a villain, even though her mom is like clearly very easy to anger, doesn't appear to be very pleasant to be around. Gwen still like clearly holds affection and respect for her. Yeah. 
As opposed to, I didn't want you to think it was some sort of Cinderella situation where she's like, I hope I get out of here one day. Mm. Cut to bedtime. Gwen and Mari share a bed and they're, uh, Gwen is like singing to her little sister and mom is also going to bed with, God, just holding this beautifully lit candle and like the orange flame against the walls of this 18, 1800s Welsh cottage I was just like guys you should have seen it you should have seen it (laughs) um and mom is just kind of like standing there at the wall and at first I was like oh is she listening to Gwen sing to Mari and kind of like you know, like, oh, like, my daughters are getting along. But then it went on for a little too long where I was like, are you staring, like, through the wall? Like, it started to look like she was, like, almost, like, in a trance, kind of. Mm. So we then cut to outside nighttime, and we just really get a sense of, like, how secluded it is and how just, like, they're at the mercy of the elements on the daily. I bet they have so many stars. Oh my God, so many stars. There's the most stars. So many stars. And like really beautiful like fog and sounds and oh, it's just heaven. It was heaven. Um, and we cut to the girls' bedroom again and they have three like nightgowns hanging on a door and I was like, you cannot have things that look exactly like ghosts just hanging on a door when you already live in this very creepy secluded cottage. And we saw those fucking uh, nightgowns like 60 times in that movie. And every single time I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> triple ghosts. That's was- so strange since it's the nightgowns you wear. You'd think you'd be a bit more familiar with them. Yeah, it's true. God, I love a good nightgown, you guys. I just love looking like a Victorian ghost. That's not a joke. That's how I would like to go to sleep every night, looking like a Victorian ghost. My husband's so lucky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> good night, Eric. <laughs> sweet dreams. I'm like holding sweet a candle next sleep. to my face. <laughs> Do you want to have some sexy time? He's like, Ooh. <laughs> he's like, ma'am, uh, yeah, your ghostiness does not turn me on. Yeah, he'll he'll get used to it. So <laughs> it's only been fifteen years. So she hears something. Okay, so she gets up and she goes to her mom's room and knocks on the door and like tries to wake her up and is like, I hear something outside, but she can't wake her mom up. So we now cut to Gwen walking outside with a lantern to end all lanterns. This was the queen lantern. It was gorgeous. Uh, You should have seen it. And it's... There's so many more of those, you guys. Stay tuned. So it's very windy and Welsh outside. Very dark. This is not a night where you could see stars because it's clearly like stormy-ish 
foggy-ish, that kind of thing. And she doesn't see anything. She doesn't hear anything, but she's looking around and she, you could tell that she felt something. So we come back inside. She gets back into bed with her sister. But we see a POV shot outside of the cottage of her blowing the candle out in her lantern and then a shadow crossing in front of the camera. Mm. So cut to the next morning, we're kind of getting a sense of like their daily chores. And one of Gwen's is tending to their flock of sheep. They have probably about a dozen sheep. And then we cut to another chore where she's, uh, she had picked some herbs and was mortar, like mortar and pestling something. And we see her mom next to her prick her finger and then spread it on her cheeks. Like basically she's using blood to rouge her cheeks. And Gwen comes over to her and is like, mom, I, I wanted to tell you, like, I'm pretty sure that I heard someone in the field last night. Question. One. One. Yeah. Question one. Why is that number confusing? Uh, <clears throat> because I was originally going to ask another question. So my numbers were off. I was just oh. confused. Okay. Uh, question one. Your mom, what do you do or say? What does she do or say? You know, I was thinking this whole time, I was like, wouldn't it be so weird to live in a place that is so secluded? I just can't even fathom it. I am so far removed from that lifestyle in my entire life. Like, not even in necessarily Wales, even mm-hmm. in America. Like, I'm just like, I've never experienced not mm. city life. That Now I'm like, well, I don't know. We're yeah. just ladies in the 18th century, 19th century. When are we? Uh, uh, 19th century. 1800s. 19th century. I would also like, I guess, okay, so I guess knowing that, you are, you can assume that you're extremely capable. You, mm, can, in, you can, in fact, run this farm on your own, and you have Brutal. been for a number of months, but you're a woman in the in the 19th century with two daughters so like there are elements of this life that are in fact stacked against you right i'm gonna tell her okay thank you maybe we can go investigate during the day and then at night we'll have the shotgun out i'm assuming we have a shotgun uh i think her mom is just kind of like doesn't really give it any cabbage. <laughs> no cabbage for you. <laughs> uh, for going forward, I think it was completely reasonable for you to uh, expect that they have a shotgun. They don't appear to. Um, I think they're actually a little too, that might be a little bit too much technology for actually how remote we are. Um, I guess also... But They're you not in you do have America, weapons. correct? Correct. Oh my god. Okay, one tangent, and then I'll leave it alone. Okay. I've been binging this show Shetland, which is how are you watching it? It was advertised to me, but it said I needed to like get a seven day trial. 
Unless you ordered BritBox, I guess. I might have accidentally ordered BritBox, which makes me think that Eric's going to be annoyed with me in about 15 days. (laughs) (laughs) And he sees it on the bill. Yeah, especially because he was like, I just canceled Disney Plus because I don't want to pay for it till this show comes out. And I was like, well, I think I just replaced your subscription. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I might, that might be how I'm watching it. (laughs) Um, But anyway. That's good. So it's a detective show. um, A good old-fashioned procedural, but just so much better. Um, And they had... A, a season finale standoff between the killer and, the, and our main character, the detective. And it was a standoff consisting of one unarmed detective and a killer with a knife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like, um, what's his face? Sexiest Man Alive, who has a detective show, British. Hot, 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 hot. David hot. Tennant. Black man. Oh, Idris Elba. Uh, Idris Elba. What's his show? Luther. Luther. Yeah. Luther's fucking badass. Yeah. No guns. No guns. And it like, it like didn't occur to me until there were like the chase scenes or the standoffs where like mm-hmm. I'm just used to whipping out a gun. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like they were having like a, you know, there's just cops standing. I think police officers have guns probably, but the detectives and like the like other, they're just unarmed. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so back to this movie. <clears throat> no, only certain ones do. And at yeah. least in movies and TV, when they are coming to your house, they say armed police. Mm. But mm. not even all police do. It's like certain ones, they're like a specific, like armed police are coming to like, God damn it, break down your house. Not, you know, break it. Yeah, just yeah, yeah. Break, come, come inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming to, to like, break, break down it. your house. I, I mean, <laughs> just come in. We just want to come in, actually. Is that. <laughs> just... Versus just like, knock, knock, hello. It's like, we're coming in. Right. Armed police. Uh, um, I had another thought on all of that. Oh, oh it's just a statement. Yeah, just, right. just about we can't get, you know, health care. No. Or but you can anything, get a gun. But we sure can get guns. Oh, yeah. Can't stop fracking. Nope. But we, <laughs> <laughs> we sure can get guns. You got it. <laughs> oh, America. So, correct. She brushes it off uh, and definitely is very scoldy about it and is kind of like, you know, go get your sister ready. So now we cut to Gwen uh, getting dressed to leave in what we, she would definitely consider her finest. This would be her Sunday best. Um, And we see that she also pricks her finger like her mom and puts like a little little blush on. Mm -hmm. Cute. Let's try it. All right. Blush. Oh my God. Wouldn't that be like just so like fucking goth of us? Like just so badass if we just like started rouging our cheeks with our own blood. I wonder if it's like the perfect color for your skin because it's your blood in a weird way. Let's try it. (laughs) I'm going to do it tonight. Eric's going to be like, In what? my Victorian nightgown. <laughs> Eric's going to be my like, Latin. what is happening? What is happening? Like, at this point, what is happening? 
He just turns a blind eye to so many things. I think that would really put him over the edge. I think he'd 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 Blood have to step. Yeah, he'd have he's to step in step. at that point. Yeah, and I'm yeah, and I'm doing it by candlelight in the bathroom. He'd be like, I just can't. Yeah. He'd be concerned. Yeah. I think I'd get a call. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then you'd pick up and go, Eric. Is she in the bathroom in a ghost costume with a candle putting blood on her face? I'll be right over. I know. (laughs) (laughs) I was afraid of this. I'll be right over. (laughs) I was afraid of this. (laughs) I'm going to break your house down. (laughs) Armed police. (laughs) Oh, shit. So now we cut to them walking and Gwen is giving Mari a cute little piggyback ride and... Mom is like, put her down. You're going to soil your clothes. So she's that kind of mom. She's so stressed out. Like, she just seems really fucking stressed out. Um, And then we cut to them walking past that house again. And it's being boarded up by someone. Like, they're nailing the door shut. Hmm. And mom sees this, clocks it, and purposely shoes her daughter's past very quickly. Like mom is clearly uh, aware of whatever, of, of something that she is actively trying to shield her daughters from. Okay. Uh, we then cut to them walking through, I described it as a shale field. I think at some point we well, learn. I don't know what shales are. So shale is like a, it's like flat rocks. Um, that they might have used uh, as really expensive, heavy roofing back in the day. It's sort of, they might have used it as shingles. It's like a very sort of flaky, flat rock. It's a rock field. That was not on my bingo card of fields that we were walking through. Oh, yeah. It's like a... Interesting. Well, I realize now that what I should have written was quarry. But it's like, it's not... I know not, what that is. But it's not a hole. It's like a in the side hole. of a mountain. Right. So... Um, but they walk through it and then we cut to a lot of rock breaking down going on around here. Exactly. Um, so then we cut to church and the priest is up there, priestin, and he says that we should give thanks for tilling the fields and also be grateful for the bounty that he gave us in the hills and quarries who deliver our bread. So we should be thankful to the men who work them in the dark so that we may have light guards us from the devil and his diseases and temptation and sin and also pray for the men at war. Um, So I'll postmortem like what it was that they were mining because I am curious what that would have been at the time. Um, We then see Gwen make eye contact with a cute cute boy. boy. Yeah, a cute boy. Mm. And she kind of like gives a very slight smile and he's looking at her. And then we see the boy's father, like I scold him, like basically be like, don't look at her. And so he like turns his eyes away. We then cut to everyone leaving church and they're kind of like the last ones out. And as they're walking out the door, the two girls go out and like in front of mom. And as soon as mom goes to cross the threshold, Top Hat Man comes around the corner and is like, may I speak with you? And mom like tells them to go ahead. And we don't hear 
what is being said. We just like see them talking and mouthing words, but she definitely like says no to something and Top Hat is not happy about it. Mm -hmm. So now we cut to them walking home. They come to the door and nailed to the front of the door is a heart with about a dozen nails in it as well. Question two, what do you do? What does mom do? Uh, maybe she like yells at Gwen okay. for something. <laughs> it's just like, what is this? Okay. You did this or something. Uh, I'm going to uh, ask if the girls know anything about it and then also investigate further. Maybe that she said that someone was around the house. Okay. Point for you. What mom does is try to make it as if the girls never saw it and just make it disappear as quickly as possible. Um, she just puts a blanket over it. She 100% puts a blanket over it. Um, you got a point because the attitude that mom has is that she immediately seems to at least have a sense of why it's there. Maybe not exactly, but she definitely like is so quick to rip it off the door. Like there isn't a moment of like, what the fuck? Like she's kind of like, and just rips, rips it down. So you got a point for just like including the girls in a conversation because well, there's it's always hard to answer these questions because she knows something that I don't know. That's why I'm giving you a point for even like questioning it. You're just include, you're including them. Like you're just having a, having any conversation having any communication with your daughters. Mm. We now cut to a shot of the heart in the hearth. She threw it immediately. Heart in the hearth, heart in the hearth. It's the old Welsh song, heart in the hearth. Yeah. Do, can you play that on your heart flute? Heart in the hearth, heart in the hearth. <laughs> now it's springtime, heart in the hearth. Everything's looking bright again. The heart's in the hearth, heart in the hearth. Oh my God. That was so cute, you guys. I was just picturing Kim in this like little elf costume with like little elf ears singing that little song and it was so cute you guys you should have seen it in my head i could definitely play that on my flute oh my god that would be so fun um so I played, you guys i played my flute for d for the first time ever <gasps> on christmas day and i think he was impressed i think he was too he was impressed that i wasn't bullshitting he was like wow you can actually play and i yeah. was like no i legit can <laughs> i know i want you to Just learn more do songs I know. I had this weird thought that I was like, because I've I heard like Jingle Bell Rock. Like I've heard it. So, <laughs> do you have like, do you have like anything else that you play? I was like, should I start a TikTok where I learn to like, you know, kind of like re up the flute again in my life? I think you and should like even, learn new songs, even if it's just for you. You know, even if it's yeah. just a documentation of like just a documentation of me and my hobby. Yeah, I love it. So. Oh, before we before the heart is in the hearth, um, we see them. Oh, no, 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 no. So 
the heart is in the hearth. There are nails sticking out of the heart. But also mom is over at the door ripping other nails out of the door. Like clearly <laughs> they were just like trying to make her too many nails too many nails um and she's clearly pissed and agitated says nothing to Gwen so now we cut to mom in the potato pantry alone with a candle (laughs) and again I think if I was this lady I'd spend a lot of time in the potato pantry alone I gotta I'll be in the potato pantry pantry She's got a little me time. Just a little. Just cry it out in the potato pantry. Girls, where's your mother? She's in the potato pantry. <laughs> go, be, go handle the sheep. I gotta go to the potato pantry. Next time you're having a tough day, I'm just gonna be like, why don't you go sit in the potato pantry? Potato pantry. Just go sit in the potato pantry. <laughs> you could have used a potato pantry today. Oh, my gosh. All I needed was a potato pantry. Yeah. Um, So mom's in there, though, and she's being weird again. Like, Gwen's watching her, and she's, like, holding this candle. And again, I'm like, are you in a trance? Are you doing a spell? Are you reading something on the wall? Like, what are you doing? And Gwen appears to be, like, kind of confused as well. So now we cut to the potato field. Ooh. And Gwen is collecting potatoes for the potato pantry. And one of them appears, she picks up, and it's like mush. And she like kind of looks over at her mom who's chopping wood. And I was like, oh no, is this like a potato famine situation? Um, but she like hides it and like like kind of buries it and then grabs like other healthy potatoes. So like It was definitely a moment of like, I really hope this isn't a thing. Like, I hope that this is just like one blighted potato (laughs) and like looks over at her mom because that would be bad. Like they don't. When was the potato famine? Probably around. Let's look it up. Postmortem. Wow. We have a lot to learn about. I know. I can't wait. Did I ever tell you when me and Dee went on a double date with like his friend and his friend's wife and she's from Northern Ireland? (gasps) Um. And oh, you I, did tell me only because you were like, I know that everyone probably does this in America, <laughs> but I just want you to know that I actually am 98% Irish. Like, my grandmother came over on a boat, just so you know. Like, I know that what this sounds like, but seriously. Yeah, and I held back for at least, like, three minutes from doing that. Like, it wasn't the first thing I said. Oh, good, good. She said she was from Ireland. <laughs> we also did talk a lot about dairy girls, though. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my God, it was, like, so, like, how I grew up. It's oh. crazy. I love it. Uh, I'm rewatching Dairy Girls right now, actually. That's so funny so that good. you just said that. So I love funny. It. Highly recommend. Um, what was my point? Oh, we kind of had a big joke because her husband is Nigerian. Oh. And so there was just like certain things that it like turns out that like he does where I'm like, oh, that's so reminiscent of D. And then also they had a thing where like they knew what food each other would get. Shut up. Because she was like, obviously you're gonna get this. And hers like always included like potatoes and cheese or something like that oh my god and then so like me and d were both like <laughs> laughing so much because we're like wow you just are like you guys are us and it's, <laughs> you're bizarro I, us I guess it's in <laughs> our genes all of our genes we can't help it that's really funny she's like i must have potatoes in every meal <laughs> <laughs> that's so cute oh my god i love that what a cute little bondy so, thing um it's a real thing so uh, 
mom's chopping wood and we cut over to mom. And this is where I was like, she is so tired. Cause like she's chopping all this wood and then the camera just stays on her as she just like, (sighs) 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 like pants from like how, I mean, it's like, it's exhausting trying to chop wood and it's like literally your only source of warmth. I follow and that lumberjack <laughs> on Instagram and TikTok. You don't got to tell me. Thor Bradley. Ooh, uh, boy. Ooh, yeah. No, I know. Uh, work. So, like, work. obviously, this is, this would be, like, what her husband was doing. Yeah, normally. You know? Yeah. So now we cut to inside. And now we're having, like, our first, like, really, like, sweet um, Mama little daughter? moment. So the three of them are sitting really like right by the fire. Um, And Gwen says to her mom, she's like, that Mr. Wynn, he's from the quarry. Mm. Mr. Wynn is top hat man from the quarry. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wants to frack under our house. Yeah. And she's like, he wants he wants us to sell the farm, doesn't he? And mom says, uh, this is our home, your dad's home. And she like kind of takes Gwen's hand and like holds her hand. Mm. Um so oh, you get a double ding. Cause I meant to ask that as a question and I forgot. Um Takes when, your hand? No, when Gwen says he wants us to sell the farm, I was going to say, like, what do you say? What does she say? Uh, um, Double ding. Double ding. And she doesn't even consider it. Like, she's just like, it's a non-starter. This is our, this is our home. It's your dad's home. That's it. Goodbye. Then we have, like, a weird quick cut, a close-up of, like, Gwen looking at a lock of hair inside of a locket. Um, and then we cut to, wasn't clear at the time, but I'll tell you what's happening. She's imagining something. She keeps imagining the same vision where it is, um, a forest path. It's extremely foggy and we can barely see a figure like limping towards us through the fog. And we cut to that a a few times and it appears to be like that that's what she's, imagining or picturing okay so now we cut to the sisters in bed and they're like playing and like tickling each other and it's like really really cute um and then we cut to outside where we like see how gorgeous and beautiful and terrifying it is and i just wrote every night here is haunted like it's just the ambiance of the outdoors here is just haunted there's no escaping it um and we also see that the sheep appear to like feel something or respond to something. The sheep know. They always know. Cut to the next morning. Gwen gets up. She looks out the window and she sees her mom standing in one of my ghost gowns in the middle of the field. And Gwen runs out and I'm just going to breeze past this. uh, All the sheep are dead. (gasps) all of them all of them and there is blood so it's not like they (gasps) 
They were killed. You, Mr. Potter. <laughs> yeah. So Gwen is so upset. And one of the lambs is still kind of alive. So mom grabs a rock and kills it to like put it out of her misery. Uh. Mom is, again, there is this sense of mom knowing what's going on and putting a very angry blanket over it. Yeah. Because she gives no explanation to Gwen. She just says, start a fire and like marches back inside. And Gwen's like, can't we like salvage the fleeces Mom. at least? <laughs> yeah. Or like eat them or whatever. Like it's a dozen sheep. This is like a huge part of their livelihood. And yeah. for some reason, Mom is like, no, they're worthless. So I don't know why they were worthless. Like I don't know about she. I don't. Maybe she was afraid they were poisoned? poisoned. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. But basically, she was saying like, "There's they're worthless. There's no point in in shearing them or skinning them." Uh, so we cut to the fire, and Gwen and Mom are like hauling the sheep into it. And I just wrote like, "Mom looks cashed the fuck out." Um, and Mari, poor little Mari, Mari has no lines in this movie and she's just like so cute. Like she's just Aww. like this like sweet little girl. Um, and she's watching from the window and just like clearly knows that things aren't going great. Sure. Yeah, yeah, totally. So we now cut to the dead fire. Uh, and mom is like, uh, poking around in it with a stick and she grabs like a charred sheep skull walks it out into like beyond the stone wall of their farm crushes it with a rock and sprinkles the bone shards around as if she's like casting a protection almost mm, like a salt line sort of thing <sighs> kind of is what it looks like and uh, Gwen's just like watching her. What is happening? Yeah. So we cut to inside. They're washing up, washing like the blood and stuff off of them. And mom is just like looking out the window and like can't take it anymore and just like slams her wash down and goes into her room. Um, and you mean her potato pantry? Her potato pantry, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and. Oh, Gwen's just looking out the window. So, like, at the dead pyre. Um, we then cut to her outside, and she, too, is, like, poking at the pyre with a stick. And then she looks out to the hills. Question something. Uh, where does Gwen go, and where do you go? So Gwen wants to know what's going on. Her mom isn't going to tell her. Mm, me thoughts are either the other house or the quarry area. Mm, which one? Which one? Which one? Well, I'll just say that she... I'll just pick one for each of us. Oh, okay. She goes to the quarry and I go to the house. We're tag teaming it. Okay. One point. I wonder which is which. Maybe we'll find out in just one sec. Um, she goes to the boarded up, boarded up house. And 
She's great. One of us was right. (laughs) That's what you get for not being decisive enough. Um, So she's looking in all the windows. Can't really see anything. And we then cut to POV inside the house. And we see that she's like trying to rip the boards off the door. She gets inside. She's inside the house and it looks. Listen, I don't know what it looks like just before an entire family dies of cholera, but I don't think that a family who allegedly all died of debilitating cholera would like have left freshly eaten chicken bones like in a plate, like as if they just like they weren't sick from cholera. It definitely, like, looked... I was just finishing your sentence. As yeah. if they weren't sick from cholera. Yes. Yeah. And suddenly died. Yes. Versus, we've been so sick for so long that... Yeah. Yes. Not um, any of us be eating chicken. And there also appears to be something on the wall that looks like blood. Um, so Gwen's just kind of... This isn't boding well, Gwen. No. So Gwen, and Mr. Potter's coming for y'all. Oh, and there's still food in the pot, too, like, like, truly. And so as she's just kind of looking around, being like, "What the fuck?" We hear, "What are you doing?" Uh, who? Mom. Followed Mom. her there. And Gwen's a little Spitfire. Like I, I appreciate Gwen. She definitely like is a little lady who speaks her mind in a time well, when. Yeah. It She's was her mother's daughter. Yeah. Um, Gwen says, I, I just wanted to see mom. Their sheep were killed too. Mm. No. And mom won't let her talk. Like mom just keeps cutting her off and is just like, how dare you come here? People died here and you just wander in. And Gwen's like, I know people died here, mom. Their sheep were killed too. And mom's like, go home. And Gwen says, dad would listen to me. Hmm. Question whatever. After Gwen says that, what do you do? What does mom do? She slaps her in the face. Okay. I am like, I know, honey. I'm so sorry. I know you miss your dad. I miss him too. There's a lot going on right now. Let's talk about it. That's one and a half points. She doesn't slap her, but she may as well have. Because she gives her a real harsh talking to that felt like a real slap in the face. And tells her to go home and get on with her duties and don't come back here. Uh, True, true blanket hiding vibes. Cut to Gwen marching home. And now we cut to her. I don't know where. We cut to, I think, she's praying in front of a cross but then we see somebody else praying in front of this same cross I was like did she go to church like I don't know if she like went to church at night to just be like please lord help me um we then cut to a dream and they're at that rock from the beginning and it's her whole family and they're like chasing each other around the rock dad's there and mom is like smiling and so happy And they're just like chasing each other. And it's so sweet. 
we then cut to like reality where Gwen is outside with her mom and she's just kind of like staring off into space while they, I think, are just scrubbing potatoes for the potato uh, pantry. Yeah. And mom kind of like scolds her for like not doing it fast enough. Cut to life is hard. Life man. is so life is so hard. Life is so hard. Like honestly, why, to, why does it have to be so hard? Why do we have to do it? Yeah, Can we just come and have a good time. Because here's the thing: like, it's hard to keep the potato pantry stocked as it is. To then have like people coming around and killing your sheep and like being fucking creeps and all that kind of stuff, like. Come on. We used to be happy and laughing and running around the rock. Yeah. It was great. So uh, we now cut to hair washing day. And mom is drying sweet little Mari's hair in front of the fire. And then she tells Gwen to come over to dry her hair. And Gwen's like, I can do it myself. And mom's like, get over here. So Gwen sits down and she's like rubbing her head And we just see, like, Gwen, like, closing her eyes and she gets this just sweet little smile across her face. Basically, like, Mm. clearly responding to, like, a positive physical touch from her mom. Yeah. And. That's nice. Then mom kind of just, like, looks exhausted and done and kind of, like, backs up from Gwen. And then she, like, looks like she's going to throw up or pass out. And then Gwen hears, like, grunting and groaning. And she turns around and her mom is having a seizure on the floor. Oh, no. Can you fucking imagine like back in the day when like we didn't understand the body and science and you saw someone having a seizure? Like I totally get why people were like, she's haunted. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd be like, this is so unnatural looking and like so like surprising and scary. Like it just comes out of nowhere. Um, so Gwen is just like kneeling next to her, like just doesn't know what to do. Um, but now we cut to mom in bed and she's alive and awake, but like barely, well, not barely alive. She's, but she's like dozing. Like she's in and out of sleep. She was clearly like exhausted from the seizure. And Mari comes in and Gwen tells her like, let's let mom rest and like shoes her out of the room. Cut to stormy night sky, sisters in bed. Gwen wakes up to a sound, um, but like nothing is there. And it's not like, you know, it's the 1800s. So like if you hear something, you can't just like flip on your nightlight. Like you've got to be like, where am I? Right. How do I make this fire? Ugh, I can't see. <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> How do I make this fire? Yeah. So <laughs> she's just kind of like looking and we see that she's like, staring into a dark corner but like doing that thing where like your eyes are trying to like soak up any amount of light at all so that you can see anything and then all of a sudden lightning crashes and her mom is standing in the corner wide-eyed mom get out of the corner it was so scary then we just creepy then we like then see that like uh, it goes dark again and we kind of see like a little bit like the door kind of opening slightly and then closing as if mom left the room. 
Uh, but again, like Gwen is like can barely see and is also probably like, am I dreaming? Am I alive? Right. Did I die yeah. of dysentery? Like, I don't know. Um, right. So she I mean, she goes back to sleep. I guess. I mean, you can you can only respond to so many things when you're just trying to keep the potato pantry full. You know what I mean? It's true. It's just, you got to pick your battles. Sometimes all we can do in life is keep the potato pantry full. Truly. And if that's all we get done, we've succeeded. Great job. Great job. Good job, us. Just keep the potato pantry Let's full. laugh a little. Yeah. Let's have a good time. Let's celebrate. Let's we eat some potatoes. It. Yeah. We did it. We did. It's all lovely. we need to do in life. Let's mm. not add on any creepy moms, mm-hmm. or dead neighbors, mm-hmm. or murdered sheep, mm-hmm. or rich white men trying to steal our shit. Let's yeah. just let's keep just that potato sh- pantry full. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, cut to the next morning with sisters in their chapel clothes. And I was like, I don't know if a week has passed or if these motherfuckers fucking walk to church every morning. They might walk to church every morning. And I'm yeah, just like, oh boy. Because it's not like, oh, I can see the church from here. It's like, you know, climb every mountain <laughs> every day. <laughs> it's exhausting. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else are they doing besides keeping the potato pantry full? Though? I mean, they got to chop wood. They got to, sh- well, they don't need sheep to shear anymore. Yeah, they have a lot of chores to do, but other yeah. than that, like they're not yeah. watching Netflix. That's true. They're not watching Netflix. Well, let- I don't know. Maybe. They don't have to film TikTok videos. They don't have to film TikTok videos. They God. get sucked in. It's heaven. To the social media disease. No, they don't. They just get sucked into church. So Gwen is getting Mari ready and then Gwen goes and knocks on her mom's door because she hasn't come out yet after having had a seizure yesterday. And she asks her mom like, hey, do you need help getting ready? And mom's like, I've got it. And Gwen is like, how about we like don't go to chapel today? Like, how about you rest after like. I don't know what she thinks happened. The devil came into her, you know, like, Mm -hmm. um, so she's like, maybe, maybe like, let's skip it. I mean, I think if she thinks it's the devil that she would be like, let's definitely get to church immediately. That's true. That's a very good point. So then maybe she doesn't think that. Cause yeah, she's like, how about you don't, um, question five, what do you do? What does mom do? I'm like, you're right. Let's all take a potato pantry day together. <laughs> potato pantry day. And she is like, mm, we must. Life is hard and we got to sludge through it. Sludge through it. So, and just but be Gwen. miserable every moment of our days. I really love Gwen because like, if we can just picture, you know, honor thy father and thy mother like that. Like you definitely like respect your parents or whatever. Mom is like, no, I'm going. And Gwen keeps pushing. Like Gwen keeps being like, I really don't think it's a good idea. Like, I really think you should rest. And mom opens the door and is like, will you just do as I say? Like she's furious. 
So we cut to Gwen putting her bonnet on in her room very slowly and sadly in front of a mirror that she can see like one square quarter inch of her eyeball. (laughs) 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 And we cut to them walking through the quarry to chapel. We cut to them arriving late at church. So everyone's already singing and they slip into a pew and I just wrote, God, some hymns are just like so dark sounding like if you need music for a haunted story just look no further than yield hymns like they are so <laughs> dark they're uh, like i'm like what is with all these minor keys god loves a minor key i can play some of those on the flute for you now listen i'd love that a minor flute because i because listen your girl loves a minor key as well i'm just saying it's not like the joy we know that my playlists are always you know, joyful, joyful, a funeral dirge. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I'm here for it, but I'm shocked that that's how we're praising this Jesus dude. Um, So we do this thing where everybody's singing. So we go into the church with them, right. And they go into their pew, but then we kind of like pan around in one single shot to the rest of the congregation. And then we hear Gwen go, somebody help, help us. (gasps) Oh no, mama pans back around. Mom is having a seizure again. Mm. Cute boy. Yes. Cute boy goes to like help and his dad holds him back. (gasps) Oh no. Are we, uh, not liked in the town? Well, that's also why, like, I wanted to like reiterate that, the time period that we're in the small town vibe of it vibe of it. And it's like not even a town. Like it's like, I don't even, I mean, it's, it's so remote and, and your three women, like you're Mm -hmm. on a farm by yourself. Yeah, But I would think that the neighbors would want to help us then. Like there's clearly Mm -hmm. like, no, that's literally who gets called witches. Oh, well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, there has to be some about us to be like, "Mm -mm, yeah, not those ladies. Yeah. Like basically any time that three women are left to their own devices for even one moment, it's like, well, they've taken up witchcraft. And I'm like, probably, probably. Well, they're not wrong. Yeah. How else are we supposed to get through this life? I don't know. It's too miserable. I have to be a witch in my potato pantry. <laughs> it's the only way to live. <laughs> so we do cut to, here's how we know the doctor's there, because then we cut to the doctor, like, helping, um, helping, the, helping mom walk, helping her walk out. Um, mom obviously, like, shrugs off his help. Um, But he looks after, like, he looks as they go and seems genuinely concerned, right? So now we cut to mom in bed, and the doctor is there. So clearly the doctor, like, followed them back and is standing over her, and she's, like, barely awake. And he says to her, "Um, give her this tonic wine. And I was like, ooh, I'd love a doctor to prescribe me wine. And he says... (laughs) Drink three bottles to get her strength back. 
And so whenever I drink three bottles of wine by myself, I'm just trying to get my strength back. That's right. You know? That's just right. trying to get my strength back. And I am a doctor. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what I say every time I take a sip. Doctor's orders. <laughs> <laughs> and then you self-high-five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I miss because I've had three bottles of wine. (laughs) (laughs) So climb every mountain (laughs) to get to church. (laughs) We do this every day. We haven't been singing enough on the podcast lately. Agreed. I think you should bring your flute into this mix as well. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready for some church Hey. (laughs) So, all right. So you got to drink three bottles of wine to feel better, mom. Done. And the doctor says that'll be three and six per bottle. I can only imagine is three shillings and six pence. Yeah. And Gwen is like... (laughs) Don't have it, bro. Like, straight up, don't have. And he's like, I really want to help you, but I answer to the quarry. <gasps> Mr. Potter's yeah. trying to take over this whole town. Well, you'll never get a building alone farm. <laughs> yeah. So, Gwen persists and says, we go to market tomorrow. I will have it tomorrow. Like, basically, you can pretty... They sell stuff. Yeah, and, like, you know, it's such a small community. Like, you probably can guess pretty much to... Yeah, the, everyone gets the same thing, probably, every Exactly. Week. And, every and like, you know, Joe is selling carrots and Susan is selling potatoes. You know, like, so you, yeah. you could gauge it. Um, and he is, like reiterates that he works for the quarry um and she is like you know what about just one bottle question six what do you do what does the doctor do give her i give her all three bottles this is ridiculous okay Uh, what is this america in now (laughs) (laughs) healthcare not for you uh i think he I don't know this guy. I think he, I think he doesn't give her any. One point. He gives her one. Okay. And then he says, in a very pointed way, you must pay me back with, you know, eyes. Mm -hmm. And he says, come and see me after market. Cut to Gwen giving her mom the wine in bed. And now we cut to... So now Gwen's taking up all the chores for the rest of the day. Um, we cut her outside and she goes to the chicken coop to collect eggs. And all the eggs are smashed. And, like, bloody? Like, well, probably because some of them are fertilized. Um, and, like, a rat runs through what it. What the fuck, dude? This is not okay. Yeah. I hope I am a witch so I can fucking do some shit to you. Right? Mr. Yeah. Fucking Quarry Potter. Same. 
So she's like, fuck. And she looks around and she, we cut to inside at the kitchen table because she has to feed Mari. Like, yeah. um, she has killed one of the chickens and is defeathering it to make a stew. And Mari just like watches again. I want to remind you, Mari says no words. Like she's just watching everything. We then cut to candlelight from under mom's door. So it's nighttime again. Candles on. Gwen is candles on. Can you turn the candle off? Um, Gwen is peeking in. Mom's asleep. Oh, I don't know why I said this. doesn't really matter. I was like, she's either laying there with her eyes open, but it's too dark for Gwen to see. I'm not sure, but she's just like spying on her mom. Making sure she's okay. Cut to Gwen ladling soup for Sissy. And I wrote, Mari is so cute. Um, And then we cut to the sissies in bed. Mari asleep and Gwen is not asleep. So like Gwen is mommy now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And it's, it was too much for a mom and two daughters. It's definitely too much for two daughters who is, who is really only one daughter because I've seen Mari do exactly zero things to help out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So now we cut to, what is she fucking seven? This right. Get this bitch on the farm. Yeah, she's Chop almost retired. wood. She's almost retirement lady. Age. Yeah, truly. <laughs> we got to marry her what off. The fuck? <laughs> so now we cut to that foggy forest again. And a figure walking through the fog. We the, the figure walks a little bit closer this time. We still can't fully see it, but it appears to be someone limping. Cut to the next day and the sissies are playing patty cake. Uh, you know, their TikTok, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> and mom finally comes out of her room and just kind of like watches for a moment at them playing. And I wrote, and this is where I wrote, mom is probably like 30. Like I was like, just, it's just her life. She's got like another good five years and then she's dead. Though it's not like a good, she might have another no. five minutes. We don't know. Right. Um, and she just kind of smiles. So like, this is smile like number three. That we've seen. (laughs) Uh, We cut to them eating a meal together in silence. And then we cut to Gwen pouring her more wine. And she goes. So she poured the wine like outside of her mom's room. And so she goes into her mom's room. And finds her mom. Having cut her arm. And is dripping her own blood. Into a basin. And Gwen is like, Gwen's like, mom. And mom turns to her and is like, get out. Like screams at her. Question seven. What do you do? What does Gwen do? I mean. I think I'm like, mom. Teach me your witchy ways. What's happening? How am I supposed to rule this potato mansion? Right. If I don't know the witchy ways. Right. And I think she gets out. These double dings aren't even fun to give you. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a it's a bummer all the way. So, yeah, I mean, it was a bummer ding also. It was. Really yeah, it got stuck. I could tell. I think I got to clean that dinger out. <laughs> it's getting a little <laughs> cruddy in there, I guess. Uh Cut to Gwen's bed. Yeah, she just leaves. Cut to Gwen's bedtime. Cut to next day. We see that axe in the stump. 
and are kind of just reminded of like this child has to figure out how to like axe enough wood for an entire household. Just a nightmare. Also, have you ever tried to axe wood? Everyone, Ryan Reynolds makes it look like a piece of cake. A piece of cake, it is not. It's not yeah. like cutting a piece of cake. No, not at all. <laughs> much harder than it's cutting a piece harder, of cake. It's much harder, much harder. Um, so now he we does cut to make the it look good though. Oh, yes, he does. Also, I really love Thor Bradley so much. Also, did you know that his first name is Thor and his last name is Bradley? Our lumberjack no. that we watch, Thor Bradley, and he specifically changed it because he was like, "I do Bradley dot Thor because I don't want to hear people trying to convince me that my real name isn't Thor." And he's like, "No, my mom really did name me Thor. She knew." She, she did fucking correctly. know. Yeah. She was like, I feel like my son's going to be a thirst trap to millions of women. Mm. <laughs> Mommy was right. A big old lumberjack. Guys. He's be ripping logs apart with his bare hands. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen. Smushing uh, watermelons with his thighs. Oh, boy. You all... People of all genders, if you want to just look at something beautiful, go on TikTok or Instagram, I think. Bradley.Thor. Um, nice. Just a little lumberjack action for your, for your day. We got to get through this life somehow, you know? Yeah. I'd like to, like to throw him into my potato pantry. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'd like him to throw me around the potato <laughs> pantry. <laughs> Give me that potato. <laughs> no, I don't. All right. I ruined it. <laughs> so there's an axe and a stump. Give him my potato? Yeah. I don't Who's know. Potato? Who's, po- Who's, Who's got potatoes? the potatoes? Who's got the potatoes? Hot potato, hot potato. There's an axe and a stump. And Thor is definitively not there to chop it. Oh, yeah. Man. So He's we cut to war. the... Yeah, so we cut to the next day in the potato pantry, and Gwen is getting things ready for market, and Mom comes in and, like, grabs a bag, um, but does not look well. Like, she, like, tries to pick up a bag of potatoes, but, like, the bag of potatoes picks her up, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not... Yeah. yeah. And so now <laughs> we cut to... <laughs> not in a sexy way. Not in a sexy way. No. In in in, in a not sexy way. <laughs> um. So now we cut to mom and she's like trying to like get on the, their horse to go to market. And she's like, we need a good market. We have no sheep or fleeces to trade. And we don't have the option of not having a good market. And Gwen is like, you are wildly unwell. Questionate, what do you do? What does Gwen do? I mean... Is Gwen normally go with her Mm-mm. or mom normally goes by herself? Mom goes by herself. Okay. Then I think hand in hand, we're like, I'm going to go to market. You go to bed. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> mom agrees shockingly and tells her, to, tells her to be back before dark. Um, so now we cut to the quarry. Uh, Gwen is walking through it and this time we see men working it so like we're you know it's a work day or whatever cut to market she sets up her table of vegetables and as she's setting up 
we hear a woman screaming at the other end of the market. Nobody seems to be reacting to it. We look over and it's a man dragging a woman by the wrists and fucking top hat is behind her, like sort of like hitting her with his cane as she's dragged off. Uh, the fuck? That's what I said. And like Gwen looks, I understand Gwen not do anything like she's a child, but like literally everyone's just like, do to do. No reaction to go against top hat. Right. So she gets all of her vegetables set up and she starts, you know, get your vegetables, come get your vegetables. And everyone's ignoring her. Except for cute boy. Hmm. And he comes over and he says, Borada. And she says, Borada, which I happen to know is Welsh for, you know, hello, good afternoon. Um, and they're just like being flirty and like not really, but like awkward, like not knowing how to flirt. And he's finally like, I guess, uh, you know, could I have 12 carrots? And he's so sweet. And then Gwen turns to like get him the carrots and we just hear Henry and his dad like drags him off. What the fuck? And so Gwen's like, exactly. Gwen's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't. Remember her mom, like nobody's telling her any, like she doesn't know what's going on. She herself is not a witch. Like she's like, what is happening? Um, so now we cut to the end of the market day and she's packing up her horse and we see that someone is watching her from the shadows. And this time I'm like, is that cute boy's dad? Like lurking in the shadows is he lurky Lou and it appears that he is so now we cut to Gwen and she's sitting outside the doctor's office so somebody comes out we hear next and she goes in and she's like I don't have an appointment but I need more of the tonic the doctor asks is she doing better question nine what do you say what does Gwen say I think, do I have money? No. But he's asking what he, it's specifically in regards to like this question of how's she doing? I think we say not well, hand in hand. Still sick. I gave you a point for that. She specifically says, doing a little better, but bro, she was straight up standing over a basin, cutting herself and bleeding into it. What was she doing? So, like, she very specifically, oh, like, wants to ask the doctor, what the fuck is going on with my mom? And Gwen is, like, the opposite of a blanket putter on her. Like, Gwen is a straight shooter. And... Good for her. The doctor says, um, well, the doctor looks concerned and is like, well, some people believe that letting the blood out drains the body of sin. So he goes the religious route. And he does seem genuinely concerned, but the way he talks to her it seems like he feels hogtied in some way. 
So he asks, do you have the money for the wine uh, that I already gave you and the other two bottles that you undoubtedly want? And she says, I straight up don't. Um, And the doctor, I was also impressed by that answer. Like, I think I'm used to people who like owe money being like, no, but I can get it. You know, and he was like, do you have the money? And she was like, nope. (laughs) (laughs) What you get? Your move. (laughs) And he looks at her and he's like, I'm sure that it's not easy. Just the three of you. It's not. And then he says, correct. Have you ever considered selling your farm? And to his credit, he didn't say it the way like Mr. Wynn said it. Like, yeah, he's saying it in a way to like, he's like, I think it would behoove you to sell kind of thing. Like in in a help, like an actual helpful way. Yeah. Um, And I get that. uh, Gwen says, we need it to be good and ready for dad when he comes home. Mm. And the doctor, rightly so, is like, but your mom's health. Like, he's like, I just don't think she can do it. And he's like, and he's like, you guys could start again, you know, if you sell it. And Gwen is like, where? In the factories? We're in the quarries? Like, basically, like, you want me to take my seven-year-old sister into the quarries? You know? And she then goes on to say, she's like, our sheep were killed just like the so-and-so's and she totally calls him out like she's like you were there you saw the bodies like definitely Mm -hmm. trying Mm -hmm. to be like that was a cholera right and he cuts her off and is like unfortunately I was too late to help them and Gwen says but what if the quarry wanted their land and And he cuts her off and says, there's nothing to that. There's nothing to that. And she's like, I just want my mom to be better. Can I please take the other two bottles of tonic? Question 10, what do you do? What does the doctor do? I think we give it to her hand in hand. It's not giving it away to say that we're we could be dealing with a keeping your soul alive type of situation as much as we're dealing with a dead or alive. You know what I'm saying? Um, cut to Gwen leaving with the tonic, strapping it to her horse. Um, cut to outside of their farm. And we see Top Hat Man is talking to Lurking Man, who is definitely Cute Boy's dad. And, oh, apologies. Cut to stables. I understand now. Sorry. There's stables at the market. So in town. So they are talking uh, at the same place where Gwen's horse just was. That's what it was. And it's Top Hat talking to Lurking Man. Lurking Man is definitively Cute Boy's dad. Cut to Gwen now walking her horse home. Thunder spooks the horse the horse runs off cut to the barn where we get a quick shot of the horse's leg 
it's um, very damaged. And as you know, like it's rare that a horse injures its leg where you don't have to Mm. kill the horse. Do you know why that is actually? No. So um, the amount of weight that is on a horse's leg makes it Mm -hmm. very difficult for a horse to heal anything Mm -hmm. and a horse can't really put its leg up. And then there's also some biological reason why you can't like put a horse, a a horse can't like lay down for six weeks. So there's no, like there's just very few leg injuries that a horse's weight is able to heal Mm -hmm. while also having that much weight on it. Mm, Anyway, makes sense. Um, so mom is all business, you know, where you have to go into that, like, I can't have emotions about this. And she's just like, he won't be able to heal it. At least we'll have meat. Uh, and she walks out of the barn. Gwen is like apologizing to the horse. I'm skipping through this. Mom walks back over with a knife and tells her, Gwen, this is your responsibility. You need to put it out of its pain. And Gwen can't do it. She runs off and we hear the mom do it herself. Cut to Gwen, uh, like in the sort of yard outside of the barn where the horse has just been killed. And she's like scream crying. But then she like, but then she stops and she hears something and we see that she walks over to like the little bridge that is right outside their stone wall. And she sees top hat men coming over the bridge. (gasps) Mom runs out of the barn, intercepts them, tells Gwen to stay outside. The men walk past Gwen and the doctor is with them, like with this group of men. Um, And we cut to inside where like mom has like shut Gwen out, like being like, don't be involved in this. But we hear Top Hat Man saying that Gwen stole supplies from the doctor, which were the quarry's property. <sighs> so basically what we're dealing with is like the doctor doesn't own his own shit. The yeah. quarry owns it. And we hear him say, and this highlights a bigger issue with your family which would be easily solved by selling your and mom just starts screaming at them to fuck off. Um, And they're like, you know, they're like, ma'am, like, you know, you need to understand, blah, blah, blah. Question 11. What do you do? What does mom do? I think hand in hand, we're like, "Uh, no, absolutely not. Get the fuck out of my house. I wish I could give you a double ding for that. Mom does tell her to get, tell them to get the fuck out and put like physically. If, if a woman were capable of pushing four men out of her house with just her voice, (laughs) that's what this woman (laughs) is doing. Just screaming in Welsh and which is a very, you know, pointed language. Uh, If you wish to use it as a weapon, thou canst or can not canst can B, cutting it. (laughs) (laughs) B is how we cut things, if you're 
unaware of our inside jokes. Um, Gwen then sneaks in and mom starts screaming at her. And Gwen is like, I didn't fucking steal it. Like he gave it to me. And mom is like, tell me the truth. And Gwen is just like, I didn't mean for them to come here. Like, it's not like it's the quarry. Like they're trying to fuck us over kind of thing. Mom drags her out to the barn and tells her to strip the horse carcass, like as a punishment, basically. And she's like, the horse will feed us for a month. Gwen can't do it. So mom, like, loses it. Luckily, they don't show it. And I just pretended that she was chopping a log. Um, She just starts, like, chop, just hacking away at the horse. But it is cut short because she collapses into a seizure. Mom, you have a seizure disorder. Yeah. Uh, cut to mom bed again for you. Uh, and then I discovered something else that I hate about movies. You know how if someone's in a bath and they're being washed, it just looks like nobody knows how to efficiently wash anyone. Like they're not doing like big strokes or rubbing that hard. It's like they're dabbing very lightly at everything. Yeah. This fucking Gwen is trying to clean off. Like she's caked in gallons of horse blood and she's just got one little rag that she's just kind of touching lightly to her mom's hands. And I was like, what is this? Like, is it that so that the makeup doesn't have to redo the blood every take? Like, why is that? Oh yeah. I mean, that's an interesting point, but that doesn't explain why people don't know how to do it in a bath where it's just water. I would assume the bath is just more of a sound thing. Hmm. Or it oh. just needs to be like, we're bathing, but mostly we're having a conversation. Mm, good point. Okay. But do you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about, right? I know exactly what you're talking about. It drives me crazy. It totally takes me out of it. Um, so cut to Gwen getting ready for bed. Bruises on her arm. Mari's already asleep. So she's 100% Mari's caregiver now. Um, cut to Sissy's in bed. And we have the flashback to them running around the rock again as a happy family. But this time when Gwen comes around the other side of the rock, she's alone. Her family's gone. Mm. And so she's like looking all around and all we see is like a blurry vision of mom in like her ghost nightgown. Just kind of like kind of looks the way she looked when she was standing in the middle of all the dead sheep. Uh, Gwen wakes up. She hears a sound, hears a creaking and Gwen gets up to investigate. Uh, She goes to outside her mom's door and she sees that there's candlelight underneath. So she peeks in and mom is standing over the basin again. But this time there's like blood all over her back and she appears to be biting her own arm, like eating her own arm. And Gwen's like, Mom? And Mom turns around and is like, ah! and like screams at her. Ah, that's scary. It was really scary. And then Gwen wakes up. Oh, gosh. So we cut to the next morning at the table. Sisters are eating breakfast. And Gwen's just kind of like 
looking at her mom's door, like, what's coming out of there? (laughs) And we cut to mom's room, and she's getting dressed, like, very slowly, and, like, has to sit down between articles of clothing. Um, We cut to them walking to the chapel, but mom can't make it. So by the time they get to the quarry, mom kind of like sort of collapses on a rock, like out of breath, can't walk anymore. And she says, with sort of just like total exhaustion, she's like, I remember when there were three farmers in this valley, the Griffiths and the Rolands to the south and themselves, all good friends. And now, only one left. Steal a sheep, and they'll take your hand. Steal a mountain, and they'll make you a lord. Wow. And then she kind of cries. Cut to mom in bed again, just sitting up and staring. Gwen comes in and sits with her, and mom is like, I want you to go into the armoire. There's a letter. You'll find it in a box. Read it. And Gwen straight up is like, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) And mom says it came shortly. (laughs) Like, how about we just go to the potato pantry? This literally was about to say, I was like, can I just hang out in the potato pantry instead? So she says, it came shortly after your father left. No. Gwen reads it. Dad's dead. Oh, Gwen. <laughs> yeah. And oh, no. Gwen is furious. Mom is like, I was just trying to protect you. Yeah. And Gwen is like, you lied to me all this time. You let us believe he was coming back. And Gwen runs out of the room. She then runs outside and just like screams into the abyss. And Mari is watching her from her little window and mom is crying in bed. Uh, So it's a fucking party, you know, but it's gorgeous. (laughs) (laughs) You should have seen it. Okay. <laughs> We're doing great. We're doing so well. So now we cut to gentlemen. At least when you live on a big land like that, you just get to scream into the abyss. Oh my God. The That's screams nice. that you That's get nice. to treat yourself to. Yeah. At least Must be. That. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. Um, so now we cut to some gentlemen on a hill outside the farm. Top hat is there, obviously. Lurking man is there, obviously. And Top Hat hands Lurky a dagger and walks off. Lurk then looks towards the farm. Cut to the sissies in bed. Gwen is singing to Mari. And this is where I went, the twins! It's Elena! For whatever reason, it was like this (laughs) shot where I was like, that's who it is. So I'll see if I can find that. Um, We then... Uh, cut to Gwen at the hearth and she's holding a cross, a wooden cross and it's this image is intercut with the foggy traveler again 
But now the foggy traveler becomes clear and it's her dad and he's wounded and he falls down and dies. Hmm. Gwen then takes the cross and throws it into the fire. And here I wrote, I was like, I don't know if she like threw the cross into the fire because they needed wood or if she the cross into the fire because she was like, fuck this noise, like, or both. Probably both, honestly. Mm -hmm. So we then cut to Lurky Man. It's now, it's nighttime. We cut to Lurky Man with a torch coming into the farmyard. Mom is standing at her window and sees him come in. We cut to the door opening and waking Gwen up by like the creak of the door. Uh, ah, okay. So it's all very dark, right? So mom sees the man coming. Gwen is woken up by the creak of the door. She looks and sees that her mom has run outside and she sees that mom is crossing the bridge once again to like intercept um, Lurky Man. Mom then uh, charges him, like tells Gwen to stay back, charges him. I think she hits him with like a rock in the face, but he grabs her and pulls her inside into her own home and slams the door in Gwen's face. Question 12, what do you do? What does Gwen do? I think hand in hand, we go, because we're outside, right? Mm -hmm. We get that axe and we come back in and we axe Lurky Man. Yay! Gwen, Gwen grabs the axe, starts axing down the door, cut to Gwen busting in, and Lurky Man has mom on the floor and he's like kneeling on her back. Uh, she's struggling and Gwen obviously tries to ax him. Uh, she fails, but she does make him like drop his dagger on the ground. The man has to now get up off of mom, but he manages to get the ax like around Gwen's neck. Mm. So now Gwen is being choked. Question 13. What do you do? What does mom do? Get the dagger hand in hand. Stab him. She doesn't stab him. She comes up behind him and slits the motherfucker's throat. Good. That's what he was going to do to them. I was like, is this fucking man going to come on this farm and kill these this these two children? That's what he came in to do. And that's what he like. That's why he like had her on the ground. I realize now like I was like, it's so dark that I was like, is he like sexually assaulted? Like what is happening? He had her on the ground. He was going to like slit her throat. Yeah. Um, it was Just also to get their fucking farmland. What the fuck, Mr. Potter? Yeah. Um, I also breezed through this part, but like it was actually like really great, like imagery and foreshadowing because the way that she killed the horse was by like very quickly and adeptly slitting its throat. Mm. And then she very quickly and adeptly slit this guy's throat. So cool. like aside from the horrific animal death, I was like, Solid foreshadowing. <laughs> um, now we cut to... Oh, so she slits his throat. And uh, mom and Gwen hug. And they get Mari and like bring her into a hug as well. 
and we hear mom saying, I never meant to hurt you. I only wanted to protect you. And they're just like hugging and crying. Like they're, you know, outside we see more men coming across the bridge with torches. What the fuck? This time Top Hat is there and also Cute Boy is there. Oh. Spoiler alert, I'll tell you this right now. Cute Boy very clearly is not stoked to be there. Like he is there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because his dad made him. Yeah. Um cut so to the- is this the meat cute where <laughs> Him yep. and Gwen. Gwen's like, oh, sorry, my mom killed your dad. <laughs> Should we yep. get married now? I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. <laughs> um, so mom is inside. She sees through the window the men coming. She's hugging them and she's like, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. And then we see her... It's a very tight shot, right? So we see her release them from a hug. Question 14, what do you do? What does mom do? So the men are the men are coming. You could slit this guy's throat. There's like six of them. Yeah. What do you do? What does she do? Man. I don't know. This is tough. Uh, I guess I should say you also have the option, like you can either keep your bodily, bodily, bodily body alive or your soul alive. I'll accept either. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I think hand in hand, we like put them in the potato pantry or something so they'll be safe and then fucking stand at the ready with our axe. <sighs> Maybe I set up a few home alone traps real quick. Mm. <laughs> real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Rocking around the Christmas tree. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> um, zero points, unfortunately. Uh, we'll tell you what she does with the girls, uh, but your idea unfortunately would even though the potato pantry is definitely our happy place um, she definitively does not put them in the potato pantry she um, walks out into the doorway of the outside the men approach she falls to her knees arms outstretched um, kind of like blocking the door Mm-hmm. But also, like, surre- you know, surrendering. Mm-hmm. Uh, top hat man hits her with a rock. And uh. I'm going to say that she dies instantly. Because I'm choosing to believe that. Because the next thing that he does is take someone's flask of alcohol and douse her with alcohol. And then take a torch and set her on fire. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Gwen's boyfriend is watching the whole thing, clearly upset. And we're just watching mom's body just. Oh my gosh. Engulfed in flames. And. Sir, you don't need this fucking farmland that badly, you yeah. piece of fucking shit. 
He then tells them to torch the house. Mm-hmm. Cut to cute boy just watching the house go up in flames. Cut to the girls standing on a hilltop watching it burn. Mm, so what mom did was shoo them, them out the back or shoo them yeah. out a window and then distract everyone while they ran. Oh. Um, and they're just standing on the hill holding hands watching their house burn in their fucking nightgowns. Like they don't even have shoes on. And Mari, oh, Mari does have one line. And she says, where do we go now? Oh, Mari, I don't know. And Gwen says, to find dad. And they walk off into the hills. Credits. But the hills they walk off into were gorgeous. Beautiful. It was so beautiful. That's so sad. Dad's dead. Yeah. (laughs) We can't fight Dad because Dad's dead. We're just gonna. (laughs) Which I thought was really interesting. It was definitely like a commentary. Not a commentary, but like an interesting comment, I guess, on like almost like generational trauma kind of where it's yeah, like, she's like now she's taking over the, the same thing. And Gwen, yeah, like Gwen was so angry at her mom lying to her. And then the first opportunity she gets to quote unquote, protect Mari. She does yeah. the same thing. So yeah, man, was I hoping for some ghosts or some possessions or some witches or some shit. And instead we just got rampant evil capitalism. I can't wait for, Gwen too, where mom comes back as a fucking nightgown ghost and haunts the living hell out of fucking top hat piece of shit. I can't believe this fucking man just came here and lit a woman on fire. And then they were like, credits for (laughs) my, yeah. I hate it here. I hate it. Where's my potato pantry? Let's all go to the potato pantry while I count Kim's points. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay, excuse me, can you come out of the potato pantry real quick? I'd rather not. Me too. Uh, your dead or alive, you got three out of seven. Um, your questions, I messed up the numbering. So you had a, a possibility of 37 points, not 35 points. Um, so your questions, you got 23.5 out of 30, not bad for a total of 26.5 out of 37. So there's that. better than I feel. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That sounded good though, but it was really good. Depressing. It was extremely good. The acting was great. I I know our song, if I recall, was pretty pretty depressing depressing as well. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But gorgeous. I remember that also. Oh, caveat, I think, was maybe the other one. 
that was oh set in Wales. So we faves. like we've like hung out in Wales like a lot. I mean, one of the greatest moments of our entire podcast. Oh yeah, two chains, <laughs> two chains happened in Wales, baby. <laughs> Uh, no, all jokes aside, it, it truly was, um, like breathtaking and worth watching, like, because obviously the landscape of Wales was gorgeous, but the, the interior shots as well were just, um, like real artistry. Hmm. Um, and a beautiful bummer, a beautiful bummer. Uh, the chick who plays Gwen, uh, really solid actress. Oh, good. Um, so yeah, I really liked it. It was just, Ooh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and it was one of those movies where I'm like, can there please be a ghost? Can there please be something supernatural? (laughs) Can it please not just be the monstrosity of humanity? Please. Yeah. But we like, are the greatest monsters of all. It's a wonderful life ended with George Bailey being set on fire mm-hmm. and, and Mr. Potter winning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. God bless us, everyone. Yep, exactly. Um, all right. Well, everyone go <laughs> cry in your potato pantry. Uh I'm gonna eat pasta about it. And um I will see all of you when I get back from Wales Me and too. potato pantries. Um, this is has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. We forgot it last week. We Should did. We uh, no, I have to. Eric's editing it right now. So if. OK, guys. If I can make it into Eric before he's done editing, then I will add a clip of us saying, <laughs> this has been Kim and Kat's Stay Alive. Maybe. So until next week, stay, stay alive. alive. But if I didn't make it in, then you <laughs> didn't hear this last week, which was weird because we've never done that before. But I just stopped recording. I was like, all right, bye, and just left. And Kim was like, what the fuck? I don't know. Anyway, goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Ghosted me. I'm done. (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.